Okay, once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki. We're here talking to Ms. Alex, and we're also talking about financial education for millennials and money. And I'm glad she's asking me when she's very young, because one of the biggest mistakes, I still hear it today from young people, oh, I don't have to worry because I'm still young. Yeah, and that is death to most people, because eventually you get old and then you're not young again. So it's a way of saying, when I talk about assets and liabilities, one of the most important things you have in your life is time. It's one of your greatest assets or it's your liability. And being, you know, I just turned 70, and I have friends who have nothing. I mean, they have zero. Now, they made, they've made a lot of money, but they have nothing here. They have nice houses, nice cars, 16 wives, 19 kids, I don't know what they have, but you know what I mean? And, and being young is great, except it can be a liability to you. Because when you're young, you're just having a lot of fun and life's exciting, you know, it's new. So, as a time, but the thing is, this is the lesson today, is so many people spend their time focusing here. They want to make a lot of money. And I can hear it in their words. They say, oh, I want a career. This is career. Okay, or I'm going to start my own business. And this is the chart here, which we've seen. This is the cash flow quadrant, book number two. E is employee. S is small business, self-employed, or a specialist, like a doctor, lawyer, web, web designer. B is big business, 500 employees or more. And I is professional investor. So when I was your age, I knew I wanted to get here. This takes time. This is the hardest, you know. This is where the big mega bucks are. And Kim and I are here. And the money is massive. But it takes time to get there. The big mistake I see young people make is they focus here. And the words are, I want to do what I love. That's the track. You see, in real life, sometimes you have to do what you hate. Like people think I like to write books. I hate writing books. But it fills my purpose in life. It's not my passion, my purpose in life. Because my purpose was to get here. A lot of these guys get trapped here doing what they love. And as we've talked about on earlier episodes of this thing, these guys pay the highest taxes. 40% here, 60% in taxes here, 20% here, and then 0% here. So when I was in my, before my 20s, I knew I wanted to go there, and I wasn't doing what I loved. I had to learn what I didn't want to learn. I sometimes had to do what I hated. I had to learn about taxes. I had to learn about debt. I had to take classes. I had to learn about insurance. So I was doing a lot of things I hated doing so I could come over here. These guys never do this because they, they live their passion. I want my passion. The difference in passion is greedy. Purpose is for other people. So my purpose was to come over here so I could serve more people. So I have employees here and all this. I don't buy stocks, bonds, mutual funds because as a professional investor, I can create my own assets. Okay. 
Any comments anything so far? Yeah, if you ask anyone, they all say they want to do what they love. And they're talking about here. Exactly. And this is where you get taxed. Yeah. Like, you know, coming here, I was doing fine over here because I didn't have much money. Because the government takes all your money anyway, right? Yeah. 40% in taxes. Because nobody's going to sue you. You come over here, they sue you. Okay? So I had to learn about lawsuits. I hated it, but I learned it. So the big mistake for young people is I'm going to do what I love, which is fine over here. But what do you love the most? Well, I loved my freedom. And I know it sounds greedy, but I love making money. I'd rather have a lot of money than no money. I've been both. I've been broke, I've been down, everything, but I'd rather have a lot of money. So it was worth my purpose to get over here. The big mistakes I see young people making is here. You know, they think about what they want to do, what they love. And what I'm saying to you, the millennials right now, invest in what you love. There's a very big difference. In other words, think about this side first. Most young people, or should I say short-sighted people, they think this is it or this is it. But this is the one here. So when I was your age, I knew that the assets I wanted to acquire, the richest people own businesses over here. These guys are small business, self-employed. You're self-employed if you can't stop working. I stopped working years ago because I have a businesses. Very big difference. It was painful, but I got there. So number one is a business. So when I was in my 20s, I knew I was going to do what it would take to school, study, learn about taxes, debt, insurance, accounting, lawsuits, and all this through business. Next is real estate. I love real estate. But most people can't do what I do because they don't have a business. It's catch-22. They don't have enough money to get over here. Your mom just made that switch because she's other people's money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason I make more money it's because it's not what I'm doing what I love. I do sometimes what I hate so I can have the assets that I love. I love having a business. You know, if I didn't have a business, you wouldn't be here. Darren wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have a CEO and president. I wouldn't have accountants. I wouldn't have attorneys. So the business affords me the lifestyle I want. And then I invest in real estate. I've never gone past a, real piece, of, a piece of land or a building I did not, I did not love. And then what most people invest in from there is paper. And that's fine. That's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, savings, ETFs. Not my game. I don't love it. I actually hate it. But these guys, it's perfect for them to have paper. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETF, and all that. Because their focus over here. They want to do what they love. They want to climb the ladder. They want their career. They want this. I'm going to become president. You know, that's not what I wanted. I want to be a football star. But that, this is for the middle class here. That's fine, you can get rich here too. I just don't like it. It's not exciting to me. And then the last one are commodities. And the four basic commodities, a lot of commodities, like food. Farmers get rich, they provide food, which is good. I invest in food. I invest in avocado farms to provide food. Oil, gold, silver. I love those things. I love avocados. You know? I love avocados. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm doing what I love. I love trees. I love plants. You know, things like this. 
So I'm doing what I love here, here, and here. I don't like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, 401ks, IRAs. I think it doesn't excite me, you know? It just doesn't. This excites me. So I invest in what I love rather than do what I love. And these guys do what they love, but most of them never get over here. You know, this is like Steve Jobs, Zuckerberg, uh, Bezos of Amazon, and they have all the money in the world. That was my plan. Any comments, any questions on that? So as you mentioned, a lot of people are talking about how they want to do what they love, right? And I think you have a very valid point on investing in what you love. Because a lot of people, just to say that they're entrepreneurs, they're investing, they're investing in this, the whole Bitcoin outrage and the cryptocurrencies. But, and I felt like I wasn't actually pursuing what I loved or I was falling off the wagon because I wasn't really interested in Bitcoin. But I realized that that's just not my thing. I'm not investing in what I love if I'm doing that in Bitcoin. What I want to do is invest in real estate. So I love looking at properties. I love looking at houses, um, fixer-uppers, and looking at the numbers. That's my passion. Maybe I, I got it from my mom. Who knows? But Bitcoin isn't my thing. So I have no reason to feel like I'm not doing what I love just because I'm not investing in Bitcoin. And that's kind of the attitude. In my world, like I said, I see people, they chase shiny objects. And what a shiny object means is, you know, when you're fishing, you throw a lure out, this little shiny object goes, and the fish comes and, and they jump it. That's what most people do. Bitcoin today is a shiny object. I'm not saying you can't make a lot of money in it, but most people are chasing shiny objects. They want to make money. They're not building an asset here. The, thing, the reason they don't do it here, this is the highest risk. Now, this is what I know. The higher the risk, the more education it takes. For example, if I wanted to learn, and I flew, you know, if I wanted to just fly my little Cessna 172 around the place, not much risk in that. But when I had to go to Vietnam to fly, the risk went up. I had to study harder, become better, work harder at it. The reason most people stay in paper, 401ks, IRAs, and chasing shiny objects like Bitcoin, is because they don't want to take the risk here, and they're huge. You've got to study. That's why we have a Rich Dad's Education, Rich Dad's Coaching. All of you guys are allowed to take courses and all this. If you come here, it takes no intelligence to be here. It takes no intelligence to buy Bitcoin. I mean, I have four, four Bitcoin, no, five Bitcoin. It didn't take, you know, just, I don't have to do anything. Over here, I have to, do, I have to know a lot. Over here, I have to know a lot. I have to study. So if you want to chase shiny objects like the stock market and all that, you can make, get rich there. It's really easy to get in here. It's really hard here. Any comments, any questions? Does that make sense? They're yeah. chasing shiny objects. So I do agree with you when you talk about Bitcoin being a shiny object that everybody's chasing, right? And one of my favorite stories that you've told is about your mentor, Frank, when he sent you to Peru so you could learn a valuable lesson about maybe something that wasn't such a shiny object and turned into be, because shiny objects change every day. So I wanted to learn about, I didn't, you know, they have ICOs, mm -hmm. initial coin offerings. I wanted to learn about IPOs, initial public offering. And it's how you take a business and turn it into paper. You turn it into stock. So I went to see my friend Frank, who was hardcore here. I don't know how many companies he started taking public. 
And I said, Frank, and he didn't know me from Adam, I said, I want to learn to do an IPO. And he goes, yeah, you and everybody else. He says, most guys don't have it, they don't have the guts, they don't have the determination, and they're wimps. I said, I want to learn. He says, how bad? This is up here in Scottsdale, Arizona. I said, badly. He says, okay, this is Wednesday. Be in Lima, Peru on Saturday. I went, on Saturday? And we were shooting the, our video for the cash flow game, you know. He says, how bad do you want it? I said, badly. He says, I'll, you know, you, you meet my president in Lima. Frank never traveled. You meet my president in Lima, and I'll find out how bad you want it. So that was Wednesday. Wednesday night, I was on a plane to Lima, Peru. I had to pay full boat. I paid my own way. Most employees can't stand that because they don't have any money. I flew into Lima, Peru. I went to look at three gold mines and with, with Frank's president. It was an experience and an education I've never had, I would never have if I didn't show it up. It cost me probably fifteen to $20,000 just for airfare on that thing. I get back on Tuesday to talk to Frank, and I said, Frank, there's nothing there. He says, I could have told you that. So why'd you send me? I want to find how badly you want to learn. Just most people don't have it. They want a job, they want job security, they want a paycheck, they want a 401k. And that's why they don't get to come here. That's why they don't get to come over here. Nothing right or wrong, you know. I don't ever want to be here. I knew and I was your age, I want to come here. But the higher the risk, the higher the returns, but also the higher dedication, education, and study you have to go through. So today, and I'm making millions and millions. I make more in a day than most many people make in a lifetime. But it was worth it. Did I lose? Sometimes, yes. But it was worth it. You go to school here, you take no risk. That's why my poor dad was poor. He didn't like to make mistakes. Okay. I love that story, Robert. Thank you for sharing it. I'll leave you one last word. That's very, very important for people to understand at a young age. And the word is called... Liquidity. The reason this is better for most people is because it's liquid. You can buy a stock, you make a mistake, you get out. You buy an ETF, you make a mistake, you get out. It's not, it's not, it's good, it's important. The moment you go into real estate, you're not liquid. That's why you gotta be smarter going in. Because if you make a mistake, you can't get out. You need to buy a bad piece of property, you write it down. And the same as businesses, you're in there, you're solid, you can't get out. Like if Rich Dad, you know, Rich Dad's gotten in trouble, you know, with money, like all businesses are, I can't quit. Employees just quit and they leave, they, they run like little rats, you know. But if you're in here or here, you can't get out. So that's why liquidity is crucial. It's very important, which means that's why I have Rich Dad's coaching, Rich Dad's education, with all our programs and all this. But most people are not willing to do this study because they want to do what they love, rather invest and acquire what they love. That makes sense to you? Yeah, totally. So stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETF, savings are good because they're liquid. You make a mistake and get out. These things, hard to get out of, including gold. Gold's hard to get out of sometimes. Gold's more liquid than this. Oil is tough to get out. Oh, if you make a mistake there, you're, you're gonna ride that baby down, you know? Yeah. Silver's pretty easy. But the word is liquidity. 
the less liquid, the higher your financial IQ. You've got to be so much smarter. And most people, they have it. They have that ability to be that smart, but they rather do what they love rather than invest in what they love. Got it? Yeah, of course. Thank you, Robert. And I also want to give you thanks for sharing this topic on investing in what you love because I hope that this can be a guidance for every millennial out there as opposed to what we're traditionally taught in doing what you love.